like a rooster. Hey, everybody. This is Eagle-centric, and we take a look at follow-ups in the media to see how they stack up against their predecessors. I'm Sandra, and he is the Eddie to my aunt. Did you right? Yes. Audio check since we uh, updated the computer, so things are a bit fidgety. Yes, so. we got our we got our video card upgraded. Hey, Big Mama Blake, can you hear us? Can you hear us? Can you hear me now? That's right, Will. Mm -hmm. Finally upgraded something, not the room. Gabby says good morning. Excellent, everybody. Where's our dogs? They're guarding the door. They want to say good morning. Go get them. Yeah. Before we get into this, everybody, audio is a little low. Okay, hold on. And it could be me. Uh, maybe not. How's that? Is that better? What's going on? Hi, Joel. See? What you have? You gonna say hi to Gabby? Hi, Gabby. <laughs> there we go. I don't know where Brody is. He's he's chilling. We've annoyed, we've annoyed the princess. Well, it's uh, a live stream. It doesn't have to be professional. Well, you know, this movie's all about, you know, people annoying one another. This is true. Been a maximum carnage. Okay. Over. Oh, see here, she comes back. She wants to. No, oh, never mind. Be near, but not near. <laughs> uh, before we start, we want to welcome any newcomers and all of our regulars. Don't forget to hit the like and subscribe button as well then as well as the notification bell so you don't want to miss out on any good stuff like tidbits or pass or coming up movie reviews if you're looking for more content head on over to sequelcentric.com oops sorry patreon.com slash sequelcentric and for a mere buck that's your cue oh a mere wait. buck hold on Hang you can on. access around an extra 22 pieces of content right now, like tidbits, after party, and the watch list. How much, Nate? For a mere what? For a mere buck. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody's an Ice Age fan, we'll get the joke. Uh, extra pieces of content, like uh, tidbits, after party, and the <laughs> watch list episode of 80s movies you like to watch coming soon. Hopefully with the new mm. graphics card or whatever. What did we get? We had a new graphics card. Hopefully that will speed up some stuff. Yeah, my computer should not have hissy fits anymore. Hopefully we're coming in clearer, more clear, clearer cell. Yeah, our video should be coming in clearer. Uh, apparently I'm supposed to read now. What am I reading? You know, <laughs> I do the subtle cue underneath. You're not supposed to... Never mind. <laughs> That's as bad as saying the parts, you know, Sandra says in the script. Yes. <laughs> I see you, people's. Uh oh, Stuffy's in the house. Excellent. LOL. Okay. Uh, speaking of Patreon, yeah. The C. <laughs> you don't have my name there. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Uh, Leapfrog. Speaking of Patreon, well, I'm busy over here doing buttons, so you know you gotta. Don't reveal the magic under the curtain. Visual looks good. Thank you. Oh. 
Yeah, I installed the card last night. I was so excited. Anyways, speaking of Patreon, about 10 minutes ago, the, the sequel-centric challenge is only four more days. March 31st is the last day you can enter. Uh, if any Patreons upgrade to the next tier or if someone joins Patreon at the mere buck, uh, I didn't turn my phone off. Uh, you'll be entered into a drawing to receive a free sequel centric t shirt, just like my cohort's wearing. Uh, or, if you want to skip the challenge, you can just go for the outrageous tier, get the t-shirt, and all the perks for that whole month. For the list of rules, to see the link in, to the video in the description below. Or just head over to YouTube and just sequel-centric challenge. I don't get time to practice all this stuff. I know. So. Speaking of the challenge, our Patreons, we want to thank all of our patrons at the super and outrageous tier for making this thing happen. Uh... Your Eduardo and Gabby and Marty, thank you so very much. Uh, we'll be ordering your T-shirts about the first or second of April after the uh, contest is over. That way we can get all the T-shirts coming in, and we only have to pay one shipping fee. So thank you for your time and your patience, yes. especially Eduardo who joined at the outrageous tier back at the end of February. Thank you very much. Yeah, he he jumped on that one early. Yeah, but that's okay. And a special shout out to Big Mama Blake's big sis, Auntie Kimmy, who is having a birthday today. Best wishes. And don't forget to have cake. Yeah, as Marie Antoinette would say, yes. let them eat cake. Let them eat cake. Okay. At the very minimum, a Twinkie. <laughs> That's cake. <laughs> I'd rather go buy a slice of store bought cake than a Twinkie. Why? I like Twinkies. That's fine. You're a Twinkie. That's a big Twinkie. <laughs> Ghostbusters reference. Today's That's movie has been tweet. selected by our outrageous patron, Eduardo and Gabby. You two can have sequel-centric watch. Ow. <laughs> no comments, Will. Uh, <laughs> you can have sequel-centric uh, watch and review a sequel movie mm -hmm. if you go to the $10 or $35 tier. Today's uh, movie and review is the oh. second uh. movie, Venom movie, Let There Be Carnage. There may or may not be a pick. There is, and you're going too fast. Okay. Slow. Jeez Louise. Slow. Like the Ralph's commercials, but I'll change it up. Slow, 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 slow. Yeah, slow it down. Uh, slow my bro. Was it the four post? Sure, whatever. There you go. Close enough. That's the only one I got. I thought you got another one. No. Okay, well. You were rushing me. Okay. Well, I thought there was. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. So. Yeah, actually, actually, there. Yeah, there was three pictures I wanted to use. I know, and I kept saying that, and you walked away from me. Anyway, what's your history with uh, the Venom friend with <laughs> Venom? IP. Huh. Uh, my my history with. Uh, I know he's in the Spider-Man universe, mm -hmm. and that's about it. Okay. That's it? I think so. I'm sure there's more, but my head still hurts. Okay. <laughs> my headache. Uh, yeah. I've been reading Spider-Man comics and I've uh, been watching the movies and the cartoons for the last four decades. Um, the first 
uh, time Venom appeared in the movie was Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 3. And, uh, Is Sam, that the one with Tobey Maguire? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Sam Raimi had a clear vision, and Sony executives kind of st- strong-armed him to squeeze in Venom. So I'm like, you already had like... Yeah, there was too two, much going on in that two one. Two storylines going on, then you had a sort of a Batman yeah. and Robin situation when you had too many characters in the story suffered um what else that's about it so yeah besides this movie i mean i know a little bit of his, of his origins um this but, is the one i'm familiar with yeah so i like how he calls himself the lethal protector <laughs> the lethal protector um yeah, that's about it. So let's get into some facts. One can say that's Deadpool as well. <laughs> well, in the movie, yeah. I haven't. Some of the facts Venom, Let There Be Carnage, released on October 1st, 2021. Yes, still during the pandemic. Rated PG 13 with a running time of 97 minutes. Was that the same poster? What? Nothing. You... Uh, well, I thought there was. I thought you had three Never pictures, mind. so. Keep... Just ignore me. Uh, the director. Like you usually do. Uh, master of CGI and movement. Andy Serkis directed this. As you know, his credits are Gollum with Lord of the Rings. Uh, Caesar with the uh, the reboot of uh, or the remake of Planet of the Apes and Supreme Commander Snoke. Uh, screenplay by Kelly Marcel. Story by Tom Hardy and Kelly Marcel. Tom Music. Hardy. Tom Hardy. That name sounds familiar. He played Bane in oh, okay. the third <laughs> Nolan Batman franchise. Oh, okay. Uh, music by Marco. How do you say Bellatrami? Bellatrami. Bellatrami. With sure. a budget of a hundred and ten million and raking in a box office of five hundred and two million, so I would say a success. Yeah. Got some thoughts and impressions about this uh, Venom Jeez. sequel movie. Thoughts and impressions of the sequel. Uh, Let's see. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I thought it had a decent storyline. So, I mean, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't too off. uh, I'm not sure I'm trying to say off base, I guess. You know, didn't kind of go take like a hard left and we're like, huh? (laughs) Oh, you mean like, you know, like. Like he went in space or something, right? Yeah, you know. Um, I had there's a couple of things which we'll get to later in the pros and cons that kind of was like didn't make sense to me, mm-hmm. and one of them, you know, being uh, what was her name, Shriek? She's not Shriek, uh, you mean Francis, the girl, yeah, Francis, yeah, you know, when they're transporting her to. The other facility. Yeah, from Ravencroft to the... I mean, from the... St. Estes yeah. to Ravencroft. Yeah. yeah. Maximum security. Right. You know, they they, they, know, they knew she had this ability, uh, yet they didn't do anything to protect the officers that were transporting True, her. True, but they might have been monitoring her powers and might have been at a certain level. But since, you know, she had a connection with Woody Harrelson's character and basically 
what I can tell by between superhero movies and comics, when a certain person reaches some high extreme point of of an emotion, whether it's happy, mainly right, yeah, pissed off or whatever, their powers ex you know peak at maximum performance. So, you know, that could have been the point. She could have just it might have been just a soft thing, but with her being ripped from you know. Yeah, she didn't want to go. It, yeah, yeah it, that's where you know all hell broke loose. Yeah, well, they. I don't know. It's like it's like it's like the Sith. It's, you focus on the anger and the hatred, and then that's where they get their power. So I, true. I I'm just saying what I've noticed. I don't know. You would think. Never mind. <laughs> we go could ahead. go on and on, go. but I mean, overall, yeah. I mean, it, I I I really like the movie. It. it the the humor in it was that satirical type humor, um, very cynical, yeah. and a lot like you know Deadpool. You're a loser, Eddie. <laughs> Nobody wants you. <laughs> You're a parasite. I'm not a parasite. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, so yeah, I mean, yeah, I I really did. I liked it. Yeah, I enjoyed the movie quite a bit as well. Uh, I would call this the Venomverse since, you know, uh, it's not connected to the Tom Holland or or Andrew Garfield or, you know, Tobey Maguire universe. It's it's in its own little thing. Um, with the upcoming Morbius movie that's coming up, you know, next week, there's been uh, hints to, online to, that uh, Morbius and this Venom are in the same universe. Not to be confused with Morpheus. Yeah, Morpheus. <laughs> um, I do also like, like we mentioned, Eddie and uh, Venom bicker like an old married couple, which is hilarious. Oh, my gosh, it's so funny. It kind of reminds <laughs> me of uh, you know Wade Wilson and Blind Al in the Deadpool movies. Yeah. There's your reference, Steph. You want to, unless we got anything else, we can yeah, head uh, over the pros and cons. If uh, Deadpool and Venom had a kid. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> it's Deadpool that Venom. That is uh, horrifying. <laughs> that's uh, is that that is that what uh, Sheldon looks like? <laughs> oh yeah, when Sheldon. <laughs> that's just terrifying. Yeah. yeah. Oops, sorry, <laughs> wrong button. <laughs> there you go, stuffy. Well, uh, oh, so we're gonna head into we're our pros and head cons. Into the meat and the potatoes of this review. Okay, meat and potatoes. Here we go. Where is it? And we're back. And we're back. <laughs> you want to start or you want me to start? Um, I can start. I have some written down this okay. time. So uh, my pros were um, they had the same cast from the first movie. Always a plus with Duff and I. Yeah, definitely. Uh, me too, because I hate it when they replace an actor. I mean, unless it's absolutely necessary, like Harry Potter movies, when they had to replace Richard Harris yeah, yeah. because he, you know, he had died. Um, it was more of that cynical humor from the first movie, yeah. and you get more of it. That yeah. I guess in the first movie, that was like maybe one of my complaints yeah. was there wasn't enough of the banter, and you know, I understand, you know, you're setting up. The yeah. character, you yeah. know, in the, in the story and all that. So yeah. I'm glad that you know, this one had a lot more of that 
banter well in the first movie he was trying to figure out what was going on with him right because he went to that lab found that homeless lady that he usually helped and and it you know venom attached himself you know so he's just you know he was just trying to he was just trying to figure out what was going on and i guess maybe venom was just uh being dormant inside him or something until he's right right talking but I mean, halfway through the first Venom movie, then then you started getting, you know, the banter. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the only thing, other thing I really like, I enjoy it, were the, all the special effects that they used. Yeah. I thought they did a really good job with the CGI. Yeah. Uh, with Venom and Carnage. Yeah. Um, both of them. Well, Carnage is probably more terrifying than than Venom. Yeah, yeah. Even though they're the same species. Yeah, they are. The symbiotes. Yeah, I mean, but I I didn't write this down on my pros, but uh, mentioning it because uh, Andy Circus went back to the whole mocap CGI character, making it believable over you know the traditional makeup and hair stuff that George Lucas was doing and, and Steven Spielberg. So for him to be the director on this, he knows what he can get out of the character because he's been on the other side, right? So he can direct um He's tom got that hardy and, and and woody harrelson in the in the direction that they need to go and what he can get out of them because he's been in that like i he's said been in those yeah he's with gollum gollum and, and and uh caesar from planet of the apes and uh supreme commander Stoke, oh he so. wasn't i didn't know what I, don't, I guess i didn't remember that that he was caesar yeah caesar in the uh remake yeah which is interesting considering the last planet of the apes movie Woody Harrelson was in that movie, The War of the Planet. Oh, that's funny. The one that we didn't see. <laughs> oh, the so, yeah, yeah. So, so those two got to work again. Um, to go, uh, to go off of that, um, I did enjoy this one because it was thirty minutes shorter. The first one I understand was the origin movie, but it did feel like it was dra- dragging a bit, you know, because mm. Eddie didn't know once he took in the symbiote Venom, he didn't know what was going on with him. Right. Especially one of the more hilarious parts of the first movie was. When he went to go see his ex-girlfriend, Anne, and she's dating the doctor, and then he just goes to the lobster tank. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Because he feels like he's burning up with a fever, and he just grabs a lobster and just starts eating it, you know? Raw lobster. Which <laughs> Sashimi. They, you know, which they do. Some things that are mentioned in the first movie, uh, that happened in the first movie, get mentioned in in this movie due to the, uh, right. the police officer who uh, went deaf due to... Uh, yeah, you got his... call her Shriek. Shriek's uh, voice. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what they call her. Uh, quick backstory in the beginning with Cletus Cassidy and Francis. They didn't. It didn't drag on. It was just long enough. Maybe what three right. to five minutes. Yeah. Setting up that character, and my guess is because uh, she was ripped from him, and he believed her to be dead. Spoiler. I think maybe that's why he went on the uh, that killing spree. Maybe. Yeah. You know. Vengeance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Eddie's still dealing with ramifications of the first movie because he had it laid low because, you know, with all the stuff with the, um, with the research and the rocket that blew up and, you know, so, the you know, San Francisco PD keeping tabs on him. So, you know, part of, you know, because Venom wants to go out and, you know, kill bad guys because he needs to, he almost seems like, he's yeah. almost like a, he seems like zombie-ish because he's like there's something he in needs the, brains yeah, yeah either or either that so there's something in chocolate or brains that you know fuels him 
But Eddie's like, no, you can either have... You can have chickens or you can have chocolate. (laughs) And he wouldn't eat the chickens because he made them his pets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was hilarious. Sonny and Cher. (laughs) Yeah, two chickens in the the apartment named Sonny and Cher. Yeah. And uh, and then towards the end is uh, post-credit scenes with the... uh, Multicrowd, they have a little yeah they kind of throw that in at you yeah, which... from uh i don't know if it's the end part of uh far from home spider-man far from home or the beginning of no way home which jane jonah jameson saying that you know spider-man's uh you know a menace and everything so with that whole you know since you know uh disney and, and sony's got you know an agreement going on plus they've collected some of their old properties from Fox like Daredevil and Fantastic Four yeah. trying to get everything under the uh same banner. So doing the whole multiverse thing <laughs> opens that up. Yeah. And another thing I put on the pros category, probably because I've been consuming so much T V and media. Um Yeah, you were able to pick up. There's some, some things that I that I thought was um a reference to this movie or that TV show. I could be completely wrong, but during, uh, after, you know, Venom and Eddie had this big, uh, fight, Venom leaves and he's jumping from, you know, body to body, gets to some sort of rave party. And there's a, a girl totally wearing a purge mask from a purge election year that the candy girl mask, big old face with sharp teeth that says, kiss me, kiss me. Um, Woody Harrelson feels. I felt like he he was tapping into his natural born killers, yeah. Character from was, Oliver Stone. I was getting that vibe too. Um, in the prison when Carnage <laughs> breaks out, he does a whole like tornado thing. Which, in my opinion, that's a reference to Wizard of Oz. As is like we're not in Kansas anymore. Like right. stuff just got yeah choking up. Uh, Game of Thrones reference. Red Red Wedding. Uh, Die Hard one reference. Uh, when Shriek uh, throws a, a chain around the uh, cop's neck, totally. Does, I mean, uh, Beetlejuice wedding. Cletus and Shriek are getting married. It's he's wearing red, and she's wearing black, and it just to, to me it gave off a uh, the the wedding. The wedding and, Beetle, and yeah. Beetlejuice, yeah. And the big final ba- battle at Cathedral to me just felt so much like Batman eighty nine with Michael Keaton, and Jack Nicholson, um, and. Uh, before the credits rolled, the uh, when Venom made a comment, Eddie's like, "Maybe we should get a mask and a cape." I'm like, uh, "Is that a reference to Batman?" Maybe, maybe. <laughs> Who knows? So those those are my pros. What do you guys think? <laughs> yeah, you, anybody have anybody that's seen it? You got any uh, pros? You got any cons? Eduardo says uh, the store lady scene. Oh yeah, with uh, Miss Miss was it Mrs. Chen? Mrs. Chen, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that was kind of interesting because you know she, Eddie revealed Venom to her in the first movie, so he protects her store from you know robbers and stuff, and then she won't you know call him out. But you know, I guess she was supposed to get a big shipment of chocolate in, and there wasn't, and then like <laughs> you know. She's like, what are you going to do? I'm keeping your secret. So, you got any cons? Um, I only had really one con for yeah. me, and that was... It. Con Air? Yeah, Con Air. 
sorry. <laughs> Nicholas Cage. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, it for me it felt a little long before we got to carnage it like took it felt like it t it was it, it there was a long build to get to yeah. carnage and then you know well in the comic book if i recall correctly uh eddie and venom had been separated and i think reed richards from the fantastic four had 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 him in a some sort of case or something but he eventually broke out went to seek eddie since you know they uh in, in the movie they're looking for a match but i think in the comic when venom was first introduced he just he latched on to, to, to eddie brock after leaving peter parker yeah and since he had stayed with he had a, a fused to eddie brock for so long it's like now they they have you know if they're not together yeah. After a certain amount of time, then, you know, uh, I think the Vindom symbiote starts to die. Yeah. So he makes his way out. I think Eddie, I don't know if Eddie Brock was in a regular maximum security or Ravencroft or whatever, but he busts through the wall. They, you know, they fuse together. And as they leave, a little piece of Venom is left behind on a rebarb, which I guess him and Cassidy, Cletus Cassidy, they were cellmates or at least... There, uh, the, there was one wall that separated them, so he just Cletus was, you know, ended up touching that little black thing, and then it, it fused himself. So we got a con from Eduardo. Okay, he says Venom doesn't really follow the comics. That is true. I wouldn't know. <laughs> well, what it is is because originally um, the symbiote, the alien symbiote, fused with Peter Parker. So he, yeah, I wouldn't say he copied his powers, but he, because him and Peter were, were together for to a certain amount of length of time, that's where he got spider sense. That's where he got, uh, right, uh, web slingers and some other stuff. So he kind of, yeah. So when he attached himself to Eddie, he had all those specific powers. I think they've over the last decade or more. I think they've you know, like most comics they reboot and redo a character and stuff like that yeah um so but um yeah if you're following the traditional uh like the 1990 spider-man or maybe spectacular spider-man comics i mean not comics cartoons that yeah it probably doesn't uh follow it but once again no this is a completely separate universe you know yeah. you said it was a great movie though but they left out spider-man I think they just wanted it to be. Well, the thing I don't know if everybody knows is uh, when Marvel was about to go bankrupt in the 90s, they sold off all their properties to a whole bunch of companies like uh, Sony. Sony got Spider-Man. Uh, uh, 20th Century Fox got X-Men and anything that's mutant related. Uh, plus uh, Fantastic Four, Daredevil. And the agreement is is they have to do a movie every so many years to retain the IP license. If they don't, then it reverts back. Tomorrow? Yeah, reverts back to the... Uh-oh. We've got stuffy. Do we pick up? Go ahead. You're live with Sequel Centric. What's your hot take? Dude needs some serious couples counseling. You got it. 
we need couples counseling or Eddie and He Vic? said she said dude oh. needs couples counseling. Gotcha. There's your hot take for from Stuffy. I'll just turn off my phone the next time. We decided that you only belong on tidbits and the occasional movie review. <laughs> okay. Uh yeah, Mike, uh my uh, one of my cons is the cop showed up at the at the end of the the big battle. Like it seems like a lot like a lot of movies like there's a big fight and then at the end where there's a conclusion of vengeance has you know served or whatever. Oh, Big Mama Blake. What's up Big Mama Blake? You're live on Sequel Centric. What's your hot take? Stuffy needs Couples counseling. With her <laughs> and herself. Okay, there we go. No more calls. No more calls. No, you can call. <laughs> Sounds like homework. Uh, no homework. <laughs> the cops showing up after after you know you got two symbiotes trashing a, a huge ass cathedral, uh, the fake island at the end, uh, and um, kind of it was, it was kind of like a buddy cop movie like 48 hours lethal weapon rush hour or shanghai noon where you know two people don't get along but the but uh towards the end of the movie they they find they got to come together to, to be the man the the main bad guy at the end of the movie uh so that's it for um pros and cons does it sequel for you for me, yes, it does. It's uh, a continue to me. It's a it's a continuation of the yeah. first movie. Yeah. So they're just continuing the story. Yeah. You know, same characters or same characters, same actors. Yeah. Playing yeah. the same characters, plus with the addition of you know these new ones. Um. So you, I don't. Did did Andy Circus do the first one too? No. Oh, okay. Well, then never mind. Uh. No, once again, I think he did uh, an excep exceptional job. I'll piggyback off of it. Sequels for me too, and I think because Andy Serkis has got that background in mocap. Oh wait. Uh, he. Uh... That's late. <laughs> Better late than never. Um, I I just think he he um knew what he was doing. You know, I don't know what uh background that the first director from the first Venom movie had about working with people in mocaps and a whole bunch of CGI. Right. Uh, overall, the first one was a good movie. Just, I understand it was an origin movie, but it tend for me, it, it dragged too much. This one I liked a lot better because it was 30 minutes shorter and it was, you know, and I know you said it dragged a little bit before we before, uh, yeah. got the to, yeah. Carnage before Carnage shows up, but I felt it was the the right length amount of time, unlike the first Venom movie. Yeah. Um, plus, you know, with the possible can this these two Venom movies having a possible connection with the Morpheus movie, and obviously with the uh, post credit scene, uh, with the connection with the MCU, um, yeah, it, it definitely sequels for me. Yeah. Um, on the sequel centric. Uh, We're having an rating, earthquake. <laughs> sequel centric rating scale. Would you buy it, watch it, ditch it, or burn it? I would watch it. And I would say watch it. 
What about you? I would say so too. Yeah, not quite a like a buy like like an MCU movie, but it's a it's an entertaining movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think if anybody has very little knowledge of Venom, it's like oh, Venom's like a bad guy from Spider Man. They'll probably enjoy it. But if you're someone like me or you or maybe Eduardo that knows a little bit of the history in the background of Venom, it may not gel with them. Yeah, just right. So, so the official verdict. too quick so there he goes ow watch it ow it. my foot ow what can so... I say? the most <laughs> professional movie review yet i know right so that brings us up to our sponsor for today's episode which is mia bella's natural wax candles and nathan gets to be vanna today so <laughs> no <laughs> Made with natural, clean-burning palm wax, top-of-the-line quality scents, and all cotton self-trimming wicks. These candles burn cleanly and evenly. No black soot on the jars. Get a burned one. That one's burning. been burning. You gotta show examples. So the people can see. Yes, well. Uh... Yeah, there you go. Tilt it a little. There you go. Okay, Nate modeling those can't. Yes, he is. They can't see my face. No black shit. They don't want to see your face, which means we won't be breathing it into our lungs. Available in over 80 fragrances. New scents being released every month. February. Oh, sorry. Well, not in February. <laughs> March. March's scent of the month is was Fruit Loops, and I haven't gotten mine yet, so I don't. Uh, from from what I'm told, it it smells just like the box of cereal when you were a kid watching well, those Saturday morning cartoons. After uh, you buying the bubblegum one, I I know they can nail it. Oh my yeah, they did a uh, bubblegum. And yeah, it smells like just like bazooka or double bubble. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, it makes let's see, it makes perfect addition to any room or as a special gift for a any holiday or occasion. Visit sandrascandles.com to order yours today. A link to the online store will be in the description below this video. Yeah. Hello. Mm. Well. That's it for today. That's it for today. Yep. Aww. Please check out our other content on YouTube and Patreon. Uh, you can also listen to us on all major podcasts like like my buddy Justin and my buddy Robert. They uh, they just like... Hurry up so you can end the show. Well, I also wanted to say we will return on the 10th of April for Sequel Centric Tidbits. And we will reveal the winner of the t-shirts. April's movie review will be the 2001 classic Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, which is the fifth movie in the Kevin Smith View Askew universe. Um, March's Patreon episode of Stump the Chump has been moved to April, so a Fireside Chat episode will be in its place. We're going to talk about sequel movies 
we want but probably won't get. And until next time, ask yourself this 